The new Mick Crispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Jess and Ducco. This is the Jess and Ducco podcast. Welcome to the podcast, team. Happy Tuesday and kudos to you, Duckman Thank you. and producer Babs. Uh, going to Taylor Swift on a Monday. Yeah, on a school um, night. Two hours sleep, two and a half hours sleep. Three hour concert, which Big show. was in Sydney. That is a long way away from it's, your bed. Yeah. And uh, you, you backed it up today. There was a period there, right, like half an hour before it ended, where I was like, ooh, we've got about a three hour journey to get home. Does that. Does your do you have to try and tell your brain yep. to shut up in that yep. moment? Like live in, the moment, live in the moment, live in the moment. Yeah, live in the now. But when I started yawning, and my phone does this thing where it goes to bedtime, where oh. it's like, you, and it's like, dun, 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 you need to go to bed. And I was like, oh no, I'm so far away from my pillow. I know. It's and like, there was like eighty five thousand people pretty much getting a train afterwards, funneling out to the train station with like massive queues. What do you think the future of concerts is in that regard? Do we all have jetpacks and we can just buzz right off? Be a lot of accidents. There would be. Imagine then, drinking and jetting. Do you need lanes? in the sky. Probably you, would. So we don't crash into each other. What I was thinking last night, which I was actually, I learned from an ant colony, which I think would help us a lot. <laughs> I was actually, I was thinking of the movie Ants because I was like, how can we be better right now? There's so many of ants us. Ants has been top of mind for you yeah. for a couple of weeks. It now. is a fantastic movie. I encourage you to go watch it Ants today. with a Z. Yeah, 100%. yeah. So good. Talk to me what you learned from Ants. They go single file. And if you go single file, it's actually so much easier to funnel into places and line up. The lines might be longer, but I think the efficiency will move quicker. So I was thinking about it last night when I was in the big queue of her, the herd of people like cattle getting prodded. I was like, and if we all just like, went single file, you're like, like twenty five across. Oh, more, more, more. And, and you're trying to funnel into like five meter spaces to get into yeah. the train, and it's people just getting hit on the corner. Single file might be the way. God, um, you know who would be loving you right now, teachers. Oh yeah, teachers are listening. Going, that's what we try and do at school, Ducko. Well, you know the other reason I thought single file is because I kept losing my wife because she was in heels, and I was trying to keep up with the person in Shut front of up. us. Morgan wore heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to keep up with the person in front of us who was kind of helping us get home and we were losing them and then I was were losing you my wife. Because no. I know who the person in front of you was. Were you holding hands like <laughs> no. you do at the club to make sure you our, can get through the dance floor together? Our boss just jetted off. <laughs> my parents were so slow and then Morgan was even slower. So I was like in no man's land. Yes. It was that feeling where I was like, because obviously you know I'm little, I was like waist height looking around like I'd lost my, <laughs> lost my parents. You need what the tour guides do at the Vatican where you hold the big stick with the flag. <laughs> exactly what I needed. It is exactly what I needed. But I thought well, like, Some sort of helium balloon <laughs> just attached to your neck. I needed something to, I need a snorkel to breathe because I was so low down. I picture you with like a vuvuzela. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just <laughs> spout <laughs> up through the crowd. Yeah. Isn't it amazing though how quickly, like you could be on a high. Yeah. The last example for me was my brother's wedding. Yeah. You are having the most joyful, wonderful, loving time. Yeah. As soon as it's over, yeah. it's almost like you've got further to fall. Uh, so you just plummet it's, into like, it's everyone get out of my yeah. freaking way. I'm pissed off now. I'm tired. My feet hurt. Yeah. You just want to get the hell out of there. What goes up must come down. 100%. My uncle is like pushing 70. Him and his girlfriend were trying to leave my brother's wedding in the middle of a garden, like yeah. pitch black. I was like, leave them. They're grown adults. I can find a cat. 100%. Themselves. It gets that was point. Like, I think we should look after your uncle. <laughs> I still feel really bad about it, but I just nah, it. wanted to get out of there. Yeah. So I totally get it. Yeah. And but it, single uh, file, you might be onto something. I think, honestly, it would take a while to catch on and the lines would be longer, but move quicker and more efficiently. And that's what it's about. Just getting out of there faster. Yeah. I might, you know, I might trademark that. Do you know what? Next things. time we go to something, I want to, I want, I'm going to get your megaphone. Yeah, bloody got one here. With some high vis, single file guys. Single file, because then you'll look like you, you're part of something. People listen to people in high vis. You know, it was freaking annoying from someone in high vis yesterday. So they had, they had high vis and they had a megaphone. Yes. This is at the end of the night, right? Yeah. This is the very end of the night. 
we're all waiting at the train. Been lining up for an hour, and they're like, "Okay, guys, trains are coming in a minute. Who wants to give it up for Taylor Swift?" <laughs> and it was like two people, like, "Yeah." And she's like, "It was like they were reading off a script." Yeah. No, come on, the world's greatest artist, you're Taylor Swift. <laughs> And one person's like, shut the fuck up. Like, well, they tried, do you reckon their directive was, right, people might happy. be annoyed, yes. let's keep them happy. Keep the crowd and they happy. Put the bloody and they kept <laughs> the announcing the PA, person. like, there are trains every two minutes, and we hadn't seen a train yet. Okay, it's and been two minutes, guys. Yeah, you can start feeling the herd get angry. That's the psychology, isn't it? Let's yeah. just lie to the people, yeah. and that'll keep them happy. No, 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 we all have watches, we all have the time, we know it's been more than two minutes, guys. Yeah, yeah, we can see. <laughs> there are no trains, we're not moving. So people doing that, that was, yeah, that was oh. tough. Oh, I'm sure you were trying. You oh, know, yeah. you just started oh, singing. like, I'm in a way. <laughs> Shake it up. No, Shake I tell you what up. I did do, though. An absolute bop. Don't blame me. It's added to me Spicy Boy Gym playlist on Spotify. What was that sentence? One more time. <laughs> the, the track, Don't Blame Me. Good tune. I got up when it came on. I was like, fucking track. And I'm like dancing. And I added it. I don't, want, I don't want anyone to come for me. What is it? Uh, it's a good song. Do it's I a, know it's it? It's a reputation here. Have we just, played it? I added it to my gym playlist. Don't blame me. And my gym playlist is called Spicy Boy Gym. That's very funny. Thank you. Um, don't blame me, love. Go to the chorus. This is just like she's coming back, bitch. Yeah, it's it's a good song. I don't know. Let it take you on a journey from start to finish. I'll add it to my spicy boy playlist too. Yeah, do it. Mm. What's that when you go for your walks with your obese dog? I've got my mum's and bubs (laughs) yoga today. I can try and get them to play it. (laughs) Jess and Ducko. Right now, Jess, you want to jump on a plane with me? Please. Head over to Delhi. It's good to be back. Sights and sounds. Don't eat the chicken, I warned you. I know. You always do it. I did get a thing when did, I ate. Yeah. You can't help yourself. You always go to the street food and get the chicken. It tastes good, mate, but the next two days aren't worth it. Years I had issues, Ducko. Oh, that's right. Years. That <laughs> <laughs> really did a number. Jelly Belly did a number Jelly on Jelly Belly did a number on me. Uh, well, we are here because doctors found a very interesting thing inside a patient when they did an x-ray slash ultrasound on him because he came in uh, with severe abdominal pain. That's what I had, severe abdominal pain. Well, I wonder if you had this too. Mm. Let's, let's get on with it. So Dr. Shiv Shakar Shahahi... Uh, did the um, now did the operation on this man? He came in and did the ultrasound and X-ray. Mate, I'm just reading the He's names. Like, out. Doc, that was unbelievable. Thank you, Doc. Help me out. I've got really bad stomach pains. What could it be? He's like, well, let's look in see what we're working with. As someone with chronic IBS, do you feel for this man? <laughs> I do feel a bit for him because yes. there's nothing. There's nothing. You know, I should tell him. Stress, mate. Just relax. Oh, the physical manifestations of stress. Yeah. Debilitating. Debilitating. Anyway, once they've done this ultrasound and X-ray, uh, they saw a. Um, a giant bottle-shaped cylinder metal object in his stomach. Oh, my God. You've just shown me the x-ray. Yep. That looks like the half the length of his spine. It is in there so deep up, it is going up halfway up his back when you look at the actual x-ray. So, sorry, is it in his stomach? It is. Well, this is what he was saying, right? Yeah. So they've had to take him to the operating room where Dr. Shif Shahak Shahahi operated on him and successfully removed the bottle. Uh, when oh, they, my God. When they woke the patient up, who was remaining anonymous for obvious reasons, they I was said... I say, you've only told me the doctor's yeah. name. What's the bloke's name? Well, they said, uh, let's call him Greg. They said, because <laughs> I can't think of any other Indian names. And I feel like you shouldn't. I feel like I can't. It's a good so. one, Greg. When I'm reading, I'm like, Dr. Shivshikashahi, it's fine. But Greg, can't. So Greg, they're like, Greg, mate, you had a giant, it looks like a rolling pin. Yes, and it's about that length. And it's metal, though. So you had a giant metal rolling pin inside you, Greg. How did that get up there, buddy? Did you swap? 
up there. How you did that swallow get, it? Uh, you can't swallow it. No, no, this would choke. You're not a magician. How would this get up there? And then Greg said he has no memory of how this pin got up there. Maybe his drink was spiked. Hang on a minute. Oh, come on. When I know, you say up there. I know a shaft when I see one, mate. Oh, and that's exactly no. what's happened here. Last week, you brought us the story about the elderly yep. Australian gentleman yep. who, again, wanted to remain anonymous. Yes. Who had put batteries up his pee-pee. Yeah. But now this guy's gone a metal rolling pin Straight up the shape. Dirt. Straight up the dirt. Straight up the dirt. Up the backside. Does, he all, does, does Greg explain why? He doesn't say why. He just says he has. He refuses to comment, but he has no memory and he thinks his drink was spiked. Oh, as though someone did it to him. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's happened. No, I think, it's gone awry for Greg, and I, now he's embarrassed. I mean, Greg's had a big Saturday night at home. He's maybe got the internet browser up. Oh, do you know this is what happens when the tampon sp- string breaks and you can't get it back out? Is he probably it? tied something around it to like a, sa- like a safety cord. Exactly. Yeah. To pull it back out, yeah. string's broken. Oh, geez. And now, yeah. Now we had to go to hospital. Now, what does he do? He can't get it out. He's he has to go to under the knife. It's like you know. It's like it. You know. I fell over. It was rainy, and I slipped, and it just went up. And it just went up. I was pantsless. Yeah, I was pantsless. It, yeah, it happened to be very lubricated, and it just—it was the perfect fit. I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. It was a rainy Monday. I was bored. You know what? If this was me, and I'd done this, and I'd gone to hospital, you're I'm, Greg, and I'm Greg, and I knew when I was facing Doctor Chief Shahahi, and I knew you're that just showing off now, <laughs> just flexing on names. Yes, and I knew that I had. I had shelved a giant metal rolling pin. But you are in agony. Oh, no. Let's I, not forget. I would, I'm going to level with you, mate. I wanted to see how far I could go, and it took it all. People who... Be it, honest. Let's be honest. People who lie to medical professionals, you're not helping yourself. You're not. Yes, of course, it's embarrassing. Yeah. But they're the people who are going to help you. And if you don't give them accurate information, I don't know if they can do their jobs. And they're going to laugh at you anyway, mate, because they know you're lying. They're going to go to whatever, the Daily Prophet. Yeah. That's the paper from the The, the Mumbai Minutes, mate. The Mumbai Minutes. The Mumbai Minutes yeah. and tell your story regardless. Absolutely. They'll respect your privacy, though. You haven't yeah. named him. Don't name him. But they shared the x-ray, though. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. Ducko, have you ever had the universe just slap you down so many times that you go, why am I trying anymore? Clearly, this is not the path I'm meant to be on. Yeah, you're flogging a dead horse. Absolutely. So you know, for the past 12 and a bit months, I have been trying to become a marriage celebrant. Yeah, this has been the longest process I've ever seen because back in the day, it used to just be an online course and you're done. Oh, my God. You'd maybe sit in front of the computer for 90 minutes. You'd do a quiz. Bubbity boopy, you've got a certificate. Well, obviously, too many people are doing that. Maybe the quality of celebrants started to dwindle. That the governing body, the Attorney General, in fact, from the Australian government, tightened up the ship. Right. Are they making more money out of it because so many people are trying? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But there are many courses you can do. You just need to find a, an RTO who does the certificate in celebrancy. So it's very accessible. But, yeah, it's it's a decent cost. Now, the course that I chose, um, it was about whatever. It was, a, it was pretty expensive. But it said it's a 12-month course. You have 12 months to do it. But you can do it faster if you want. Right. It's just about getting the modules done. 12 modules or so. Okay. Felt like I was back at uni, you know, like, yes, I'm going to get it done in six months, not 12, so I can get started, start marrying some people and officially marry some friends who have asked me to actually be their celebrant. I thought, right, let's get that piece of paper. Racing the clock to marry them. Mate, I got it done within about two weeks of the deadline. Like, it just took me so much longer. And where I say the universe was slapping me down, I had to keep saying, Am I meant to be a celebrant? Because this is saying no. It's getting harder and harder. The universe is putting all these hurdles. So I failed a couple of the modules for the 
dumbest crap. Like, <laughs> I filmed a, a ceremony. Now, yes. to be fair, the criteria did say it had to go for 15 minutes. Mine went for 11. Uh-huh. And they got you for that? She failed me. Oh, my God. And I get it. I didn't go for as long. Do they know tight and bright for celebrants is fantastic? Mate, what if my couple had asked for a tight and bright? It's a sunrise ceremony and we, we only want it to go for 11 minutes. Yep. You know, we've got to get Nan back to the home or something. <laughs> Nan's about to kick it and if she, she needs 11 minutes to see us get married. You know, they don't know that that was, wasn't the parameters. Yeah. Um, I filmed another ceremony where my giant 58 kilo dog <laughs> jumped on a small child right. and injured yes. her. Um, I did submit that video. <laughs> Disqualified though. And Child I, abuse. I, I wrote on my, you know, self-report, uh, my learnings from this would be if the couple has a pet to either ah. leave the pet inside or to have someone holding the pet. That's a good you one. You know, so I tried to do some learnings. Yeah. Um, but again, I had a question mark over that one. Finally, I pass. Uh, I literally had given birth and got the email four days later. So thank God, because that would have just been so yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. But where I say the universe put that final hurdle and I nearly gave up, you have to register with the Attorney General. You show them your certificate that you finished the course and then you register and pay another fee to the Attorney General. What you have to do in that portion... Who is this Attorney General? I don't know, bro. Um, But what I had to do was get a referee to, in fact, from friends or colleagues saying that I'm a stand-up citizen and that I would be be good. I wouldn't bring the role of celebrant into disrepute. Right. So I had two mates write glowing reviews about me as a person, my public speaking skills, and how good I'd be as a a marriage celebrant. Didn't get asked to do that. No one. No offence, but I I get texts from you a lot. (laughs) And there's a lot of wrestle emojis. I didn't think the Attorney General would be able to interpret those. (laughs) But both of them wrote glowing reviews. I sent them off thinking, all right, one more step and I'm official. Got an email back from Grace at the Attorney General's office. Grace. Hi, Jess. We've had to flag your application to become a celebrant. What's wrong, Grace? Both your referees have referred to you as Jess. Is that your official alias when your name... Is Jessica. Oh, my God. You haven't submitted official paperwork to be known as Jess. Shut up. Ducko, when I tell you, I literally looked up at the sky and went, universe, am I not meant to be a celebrant? Should I stop now? Should I just stop now? Because Grace is questioning whether Jess is an appropriate alias for the name Jessica. So when you actually marry people, you say, I, Jessica. Well, that's what they're saying. You 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 put all your paperwork in as Jessica. So in the marriages, if you were to say Jess, technically... That would be null and void. Uh, so I pulled all my hair out, uh, sent Grace an email back saying, yes, it's an official alias. What the hell do you need me to prove that? Yeah, what, yeah, what, do you need all my social media? Short for Jessica, I don't know if you know this, Grace, is Jess. I, it's not like I, they wrote me reviews calling me Grace. Flash Gordon. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. The Flash! It's not like they did that. They called me Jess, which I think in 2024 we can all agree your name's Jessica. You can get called Jess. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Grace has accepted my email as yeah. as confirmation. It's an appropriate alias. Good, you're in. And I actually do have the piece of paper now. So we're done. You're done. The universe has backed away. Yeah. I've pushed through the, the the noise. That's. I'm glad you are. I'm looking forward to you marrying. Did you put your second alias though as Gandalf? So because <laughs> you got grey hairs now. That nickname we're, is not catching on, Ducko. Shut up! <laughs> I'm Gandalf the Grey. Hereby declare. This is Jess and Ducko. Now you know I'm undergoing. Uh, my wife and I are undergoing some IVF stuff. Yes. Uh, I've spoken about that on air, uh, doing the treatments, so in the process. There's also some very funny situations 
from my perspective when you do IVF. I love that you've been able to find some humour in this yeah. stuff because it can be a very stressful, scary, sad time. Yeah. And you're going, I need to find some joy in this. <laughs> well, when you go to a, when I've, I've got to go to a clinic and I've had to deposit my uh, sample. Uh, my, my, do you uh, know how many you're up to yet? Eight. I've done eight you've, because I've got a really low count. So I've, had, I've just had to freeze as many as they could. Absolutely. So I've got that down to a fine art. Like I go into that really sterile, gross room and it's gone in 60 with seconds. The, with the leather chair. Leather chairs. Yeah. One time I went there the other time they were playing old school pianos and I was like, oh, okay. What do you mean old school? Like, could you tell by black and white? No, or you could tell by, hair. yes, you could tell by the bush. Uh, and, and, and the CD music. Like, dun, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yes. And you're like, who's been in here like before me? Like that cliche yep, sort like of thing you think of. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Did that's, I do it for you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also because I was thinking of the person there before me. Anyway. Oh, you can't think about that There's nothing unsexy than when you're a bloke and you're about to finish and then you've got to look down and whack it into a cup. There's nothing that there's nothing that's worse than that. And you know what's even worse than that is when you hand that sample into the scientists after it and they hold it up and they look at it and they're like What do you mean it's not in like a baggie or something? It's in like a cup and a bag. Yeah, but, but they've got to look at it and they've got to check clear, your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. they're looking at it, checking your name, looking at it, and then they weigh it. And they weigh your sample. And then they tell, and then you like see the weight. Like you're at the hundred percent. And every time you're like, is it a, is it a good weight? Did I do good? Like you, it's like it's just a job for them. But have for they you, told you each time the weight? Are you very? No, nah, they don't tell you the weight each time. Okay. They they go, yeah, it's normal, or whatever. Sure. But there's this there's a scientist who who looks at mine. Her name is Daisy. I've never met Daisy, right? And I just find it so funny because her name is Daisy. It's such a really nice name, and she always sounds so upbeat. But Daisy calls me when I do these tests and updates me on how many swimmers I had. She's your conduit. Daisy is me sperm conduit. Oh. Oh, and wow. so Daisy will call me and I can tell instantly from Daisy's tone if I've had a good batch or a bad batch. Like the way she's yep. greets like I'll pick you. up the phone and go, hello. She's like, hey, Nick, it's Daisy. I'm like, oh, Daisy, what have I hit? Have we had a good one? <laughs> How heavy were we, Daisy? And she'll be like, I can tell you had a great result today. We got X amount of swimmers. Rara, it's really good. And I've never, I've never, including my wife, seen someone as excited to talk about my <laughs> stuff than Daisy. Like, Daisy. And this is a woman who is just a voice down the phone. She's a voice and she gets so excited because she literally gets she's it. She's on this journey with you. She, th- she you know, goes through it for hours and then calls me with the results. And she gets so excited and I get excited oh, so to hear Daisy's voice. she's not just voice. like a recepo. No, she's she's the, the one handling it. She's the proper and, scientist. And she makes the call too. Yeah, yeah. Makes the call and to tell me how much I've got. And, oh, that's a hands-on scientist. And sometimes she's like, ah, oh, it wasn't a good result. You know, me and Daisy have these chats. But Daisy said something to me uh, a couple of days ago because we're about to go on and start properly. Yep. And she said, when you bring the live sample in on the day, because fresh is best, Yes. Um, we'll get that. We'll see what we can get. But if, you know, your wife has a lot of eggs and we need more, she's like, we will ask you to stick around and we might ask you to produce another sample an hour later. Now, Ducko. I was like, hang on, Daisy. What's your recharge <laughs> hey, well, um, Daisy, Daisy, protocol? Daisy, come on. I mean, I'm a towy little guy, but can I go again? Can I go again with that quickly? With the pressure. With the pressure. Work- it is the pressure of going, my first work, my first load didn't work. I now have to back it up and go again in this sterile weird room. Or it did work room. and we just need more. Well, we need more. I need to back it up. Can I back it up? And the pressure, because knowing the worst part about it is you know everyone outside the room is waiting for you. Is waiting. So your wife's out there. The doctors are out best. there. Scientists are out there. Everyone is waiting. And you're in the room doing what everyone knows you're doing. And you know that they know. And you're like, come on. It's like when you're cooking a meal, but you've forgotten one element, but everything on the pot's going, and you're like, crap, I need to cut the onion. It's, it's dangerous. Kind of, it's kind of like that, yeah. It's dangerous because then you've got the, you know, yes. things, everything else is depending on your step. Exactly. And they're all waiting for me. And Daisy's like, so I'll just get you to another one. I was like, Daisy, 
with all due respect, I love you and I love what you're about, but mm. it's not that easy, man. No. It's not that easy. Not to... when you're rolling with your 70s pure nose <laughs> as, as, as you're material. You're going to have to something better going on in there, Daisy. So anyway. Oh, my God. She said it like it was so willy-nilly, so easy for all the blokes. I'm like, that's that's a tough task you're yeah. handing me, Daisy. Yeah. Um, so spare a thought for me. I don't want to in this regard, <laughs> that's okay. Jess and Ducko. Jess and Duckers, overrated or underrated. Yep, it's that part of time of the week where Shy Guy tells us something and, you know, we just have a debate. We have a little debate. I mean, I think we landed on one that we both agreed, yeah. FaceTiming in public. Oh, saw someone, last week. Saw someone doing that last night at the concert. Of course. I think you can allow it at concerts. I was going to say, I feel like I've tried to do that. I was in Singapore watching Westlife and oh, my girlfriend. Jeez, everyone needs to be on FaceTime The only other person. And then I realised it was 2am where my friend lives and she didn't answer. Shock horror. I went, you missed one and it's hell up of your Westlife. nostrils hearing like a, a really bad Westlife <laughs> rendition. How dare you? There's, there's no bad Westlife songs. Uh, but let's see what happens yes. today, shall we? And don't forget, 131060, we'd love to get you on the air to mm-hmm. um, debate with us. Yeah. Uh, this is where I come in. Yeah, yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we look at you. I thought you were going to say something about JT. Yeah, JT and MS. Yeah, JT New York City. I was going to say, we've said that a lot this morning, but we probably can't say it enough. You get on the air and you have a chance to win JT and NYC. All right. Today's overrated, underrated, guys. What do we got? Pineapple on pizza. Oh, my God. Shy guy. You know you're dealing with a Queenslander. Mate, there is no other way to eat a pizza unless it has pineapple on it. I'm a firm believer of that. Burgers taste better with pineapple. Pizzas taste better. It's so funny because pineapple is one of my favorite fruits. I think it's my second favorite fruit. But it does not belong Uh, on a pizza. uh, It does not belong. Hot pineapple's weird. 131060. Yeah. Overrated, underrated. Give us a call, Give debate us it with a us. Call. Where are we where are we pineapple lovers at? You hey. know? Come on with me. It's overrated. It's where not... am I? Where am I Italiani? <laughs> my my paisani. Uh, <laughs> overrated, <laughs> underrated. Pineapple on pizza. Franco, um, this is a shout out to you. Shut up, Franco. Don't there. call us. I want, I want Greg to call in who loves pineapple on pizza. Grazia, where are you? <laughs> Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Jess and Duckers, overrated or underrated. And don't forget, you get your voice on the air. You have a chance to see Justin Timberlake at Madison Square Garden in New York City. That's right, JT. MSG, NYC. (laughs) NYC with JD, Jess and Ducker. We're not going. I've already asked our boss if we could go. Yeah. Apparently not. It's a a couple of months away. Maybe we can just... We'll work on it. We'll bring chocolates. We'll we'll strategize. Chocolates will do it. Chocolates will do it. Oh, no, he's a little fit man. We'll get him some dumbbells. Um, But anyway, 131060, we'd love you. Your contribution. Yes. Overrated or underrated shy guy, the topic? Pineapple on pizza. It's a classic. It is a classic. It's a classic. And I'm just looking at everyone who's called Ducko. I don't think it'll fare well for me because I don't see any Giuseppinas. Ah, I don't Marios. see any uh, Mateos. Yeah. So let's just see what the people have uh, to say. We do have a Kelly, though. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. Pineapple on pizza, overrated or underrated? Underrated for sure. I always grew up and pineapple on pizza was like my all-time favourite. And so when I saw the internet divided, I was a bit confused because it's so good. How can you hate it? I agree with you, Kelly. Doesn't it enhance the flavour so much? 100%. 100% it does. And I agree with you. Heaps better on burgers as well. Ah. Just makes everything so much better. Yes, Kelly. Kelly likes the pineapple. Speaking my language, Kelly. Let's go to Mad Dog. Good friend of the show. I'm nervous with a rip and tear this fella's about to go on. Mad Dog, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, pineapple on pizza, brother. Where do you stand? 
Oh, it's overrated for sure. Uh, um, Mad Dog. Mad Dog, I would have thought you'd be. It's so overrated. Yeah. It's a tropical fruit. Like it it damages the integrity. (laughs) Come on, Mad Dog. It is just ludicrous. You got a few screws loose, Mad Dog. Come on, mate. I do, but yeah. But let's talk about the thing at hand here. (laughs) Okay. I thought Mad Dog was going to be an underrated guy. As did I. I didn't want to go up against Mad Dog. Yeah. My corner. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mad Dog. We go to Karen. Overrated, underrated. Karen Pineapple on a pizza. Oh, for sure, guys. It's, it's underrated. It has to go on the pizza. Mm. Karen, are you a Hawaiian fan or are you chucking pineapple on a bloody margarita? <laughs> oh, I'm chucking pineapple on lots of things. Oh. I used to make, as a child, chicken pineapple sandbows at school. Yes. So, oh, <laughs> I love it on everything. Oi. Karen, how good is pineapple with a bit of chicken on a sandwich? So fresh bread oh, and butter, you got it. You got me. Hang on, are you putting that butter? Okay. Yeah, with butter. Pineapple? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it enhances it. Mixes it all together. Yeah. And the chicken and the pump, it's very fresh. Oh, so fresh. No. Yeah, it's very good. I mean, I love them. We found our people, my Jeez, people. Jeez, summer, uh, 131060, uh, for a chance to go see JT and NYC. Firstly, just say anything. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, there you go. Oh, She's in the draw. There you go. But where do you stand on pineapple on pizza? I'm so with you, Jess. It's so overrated. Pineapple is not meant to be hot. It's cold. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I understand. I understand the people that wig out because it's hot. Some of the, is it like the when you feel the heat of the pineapple in your mouth, that your your body just does weird things to it. Mm. I just think it just destroys a pizza. Mm. Okay, we didn't. You know, that's right. I was trying to meet you in the middle, but you just happened to come no, out. I've... and... Throw swings at me, I pineapple. I love it, Summer. There is no sitting on the fence here, Ducko. We're pretty, uh... We are pretty split, which I think it means Debbie will be the final call. Debbie, pineapple on pizza, overrated or underrated? Underrated. I love pineapple pizza. Let's go. Yes. Deb. Talk to me, Deb. What's your, uh, what's your reasoning for loving it? I don't know. I've always eaten it, and every time I'm at a party, everyone hates it, but I have to fight for the people that love pineapple and pizza. Oh, and then, Debbie, you know what's funny? You, you then order it at the party, and all of a sudden, it's the first pizza gone. <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, I actually really like that. And you're like, yeah, because we're all children, and we all love it. You know? Yeah, mate. Shredded ham and pineapple. Oh, it's the best combo. Oh, it's just. It's, it's, that's salt and pepper right there. That's what's up. That's... I love that Debbie stands around. Good on you, Deb. Debbie will not be peer pressure. No. At the party when we're doing the Domino's order. Get me a Hawaiian and you know what? Get three because you... I know you bastards are all going to steal my Hawaiian. Do you find though, Debbie, do you find like it's always you and then one other person who you don't really know that well at the party? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we've just bonded forever now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you and Debbie right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we're bonded. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. You, I know Valentine's Day is gone, but I know your wife's birthday is coming up. It's tomorrow. Hey, my, good, yeah, good remembering. Tomorrow. What did you get her? My birthday. Well, I'm, I might get her one of these okay. um, unless you swoop in and want to get it instead. Um, so her name's Amanda, and I'm so into this because in this day and age, you might be like, oh, everyone's doing that. Everyone's doing that. I don't think anyone is doing what Amanda does. We have the cutest pair of mother-daughter buttholes to do. I'm s- I am sorry? One more time, Amanda. Wait, hold on. We have the cutest pair of mother-daughter buttholes to do. Buttholes. So what Amanda does, she has 360,000 followers on her TikTok, yes. over 15 million likes yes. and engagements. Um, she makes key rings of your butthole. I <laughs> know, <laughs> come off it. So this I one. Said what, what? <laughs> In the butt, I said, "What? What?" In I'll have butt, to show you, Ducko. They are beautiful. Are you almost, being, is this real? It's real, man. I um, it looks like polymer clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, she oh, was I've making. Seen, I've seen people do like chocolate things out of there. Ah, no, this you can put on your keys. Okay. So this, as you heard, uh, she's doing for a mother-daughter duo. Yes, here's the mothers. <sighs> 
she has blonde hair she loves daisies wine and she loves the ocean so i gave her a little crown of daisies wine bottle and a super cute seashell um, and i also did cat ears because they have three cats they also love working out but i was a little worried to overcrowd um, the mom's butthole so what it is is a little little you know creation of the butthole and she's putting the wine bottle around the butthole so so it's like the cat it, it's ears. like the eye of the storm yep. like that little like you know the, the do it the, the do it and then she's putting circle, things around, around it that represent it that person to, to make a bespoke so the daughter has obviously admitted my mum's blonde so there's some blonde hair there's that wine bottle and the cat ears and then we go to the daughter's matching butthole <laughs> The daughter's butthole has brown hair, she loves sunflowers, and she is in nursing school. So I decided to do cute little sunflowers. I gave her a stethoscope, and then for hers I was able to put a little weight on there for her love of the gym. And then of course I also added cat ears to match her mom's as well. So Wait. matching matching butthole key rings for but, mom and daughter. Okay, so you just put these on your car keys and someone goes, oh my God, that's so nice. What is that? And you go, that's my butthole with some flowers on it. And my mom has a matching one. And my mom's going, me and my mom got our butthole done together. You should do it. So um, she's obviously an American creator, Ducko. But I reckon she ships worldwide. Oh, so yeah. just in time for Morgan's hey, birthday, man, I, why don't you get matching buttholes? Get the eye of the storm created. Or my birthday's in April. Oh yeah. Why don't you and I get matching buttholes to put on our keys? As long as we can go on separately, I'm happy to do that. You know? <laughs> oh, and then if we can get... Oh, if you I can... love you think she's really gone she's doing a well, mold of the butt that's how i that's how i have you seen those ones where people do it from chocolate yeah and, that is a proper mold oh, this, is I think not that? Is i'm picturing little... like we're dipping the anus in something and then we're doing it i can see how because if i'm doing individual. it I, yeah i, I want to do it you and me and i want to guess who's is who you know what i mean all right that's what we're gonna do yeah. we're gonna get maybe someone more local because obviously she's in america we'll get someone local to yeah. cast our buttholes yeah. and we'll put it on social media can you guess who's is who <laughs> So, okay, so I misunderstood. So they're not actual customised buttholes. It's all one butthole fits all. It's one butthole fits all, but you customise it with the wine I bottle see. and the stethoscope. I, I, was, I was thinking, like, people I... are going and doing bonding and getting this, like, like I don't know, clay but pattern. But they're caring. they sure there's a premium service for that. You like, could probably pay extra. I'm close with my parents, <laughs> but am I that close? <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. You guys, I was lucky enough uh, last night to head to the final show of Taylor Swift. That's right, at the 11th hour. Yeah. Daddy, who used to work for Channel Nine, yeah. not even current. Yeah, he does. He does some freelance stuff for them every now and then. Oh, now, okay. yeah. still got a foot in. Yeah. for the benefits. But yeah. <clears throat> oh, jeez, I've lost my. Oh, oh babe. Oh, now, now you it promised happens. you yeah. would keep no, it I to did. a minimum. I wore earplugs. Oh, that's yeah. I wore earplugs. Wow. It, it, it was the loudest concert. I've, it was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, imagine that many screaming, high-pitched human beings. In one place. It what was, was the, ridiculous. What can, what can Acor Stadium hold? It was pretty much 85,000 in there. So many people. And it was the, she's Screaming the, for their Messiah. Yeah. She's the only artist to um, yeah. sell out four shows there. Really? Yeah. Not even Ed Sheeran. I don't know. I don't think he did four shows what? there. Fair enough. And, mate, tell you what. She was belting out three hours on stage and she wasn't half assing it. No. She, she can sing. Isn't it funny? So, yes, you saw the last show of the whole tour, right? Is she done now? No, no. She's not even halfway. Oh. Oh, it goes oh. to the end of next but year. But for Australia. For Australia, yeah. We're done. Yep. And yeah, she didn't take her foot off the gas. No, so good. Uh, but there's a few things I You're observed. like a different person today, <laughs> Ducko. <laughs> hey, if you can't beat him, join him. I jumped in. I was, I rocked up. I didn't have... So first of all, um, Sophie, one of our lovely me- uh, listeners, messaged me on Instagram. Dogs. One of our lovely horn dogs. <laughs> We're coming up with a name for listeners and yep. feels weird calling Sophie a horn dog. Horn dog is hey. at the top of the pile at the moment. <laughs> 
She um, messaged me on Instagram and said, you need to wear this shirt. And it was basically an NFL shirt that said, I'm going for Taylor's boyfriend from the Super Bowl. Yes. And so I was Very like. Very you. Yeah. I was like, That's I would nice love to wear that. Went to her place yesterday afternoon. Well, I'd have a cup of tea. Yeah, I met her dog, Coco. She uh, she gave <laughs> she gave me the shirt. She gave Morgan a dress, and she gave us some sunnies and some bracelets. I can see you're still wearing the bracelets. Yeah, you know. I mean, what I was, did the bracelets say? Uh, I was uh, mine had Willow, which I established that a, a song. <laughs> 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 no, I, I had a lot of different bracelets. I rocked up to Taylor Swift, and there was like people just giving you bracelets. Oh, is that a thing? It's a smear meant to swap, though, aren't you? So did yeah. you give some of Sophie's bracelets away? Uh no, I didn't oh, give I hers away. But I, I had a because I was obviously in a box. So, so it was all right. I, there was a, a bracelet making section. But I went with my parents and it was so funny because mum and dad, the only people at the entire stadium who printed off their tickets, everyone else was just using mobile phone <laughs> tickets. To be fair, they read the articles about how the reception they did, people they were panicking did. at the point. They couldn't access their digital wallets. Well, you know what's funny? The printed tickets are the only tickets that didn't work. What do you mean? So they, they're trying to, and it wasn't working. And the lady's like, I can't help you. And then mum and dad were struggling and they were holding up the queue to get in under the turnstile. So I had to come back and get their phones and find their, and so oh I scanned God. dad's and then dad didn't walk through and then it just didn't. So then he came in on mum's ticket, then mum's didn't deny it, so she had to go under the turnstile and oh. she got stuck. And I was like, oh no, we're off to a flyer. Guys, Sabrina Carpenter's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we best get into the stadium. We finally get in there and obviously, yes, we're in a box, there's lots of people. It was very, very nice. The loudest environment I've ever been. I've never seen someone control an audience like she does. Yep. Like it, it was pretty incredible. Producer Babs was there. I was I'm looking out there. for you, Babs. You wouldn't have seen me because I was all the way up the back. You yeah. were in the nosebleed. I, I literally was. Yeah. Like three seats from the back. And Babs, oh. can you still enjoy the show when you're genuinely experiencing vertigo? Like For you're sure. in the atmosphere at I that mean, point. I was kind of like wigging out a little bit because yeah. it was so high. But like everyone was so excited and it was just like good vibes. So. It was good vibes. It, it was hard not to smile. And like a lot of people wearing NFL jerseys as well. A lot of dudes yeah. rocking out with it too. A lot of boyfriends there just on filming duty while their wife just <laughs> yeah, like went so nuts good. next to them. <laughs> Um, By but, the end of the show, they're bloody oh, yeah. into it. They everyone's know all everyone's the words. converted. Like, and she goes through her whole career, and obviously, there's like a lot of songs I know that we play on the radio daily. Of course, and then there's some that I've never heard before. And so you're going through all these different eras. She likes obviously the eras too. She got eras of her life, and the, the one moment which stands out to me, like I've got earplugs in, it's super loud, but like you're still vibing, you're loving it. She's an incredible performer. Mum is like mum's mum's pissed. And like, cause it's, it's, it's free alcohol, it's free alcohol. and I had to, I had to drive, so we had to drive home and mum leans over, I, I feel champagne all over my back <laughs> and I'm like, like, like oh, what's that look to her? Mum's like, honey, what era are we in? <laughs> I was like, mum, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just here. Just smile and wave. Just smile and wave. Uh, oh my God. I love that so much. But how special for you yeah. to experience some of Taylor's music, yes. which has been around for ages, but for the first time live. It was great. It was, like it now was... you probably have a favorite song that I've never heard of. Yeah. Don't blame me. It's, a, it's an absolute track. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, but like even seeing my dad, he's a big fan. Like dad got up there. He was just dancing. Like it was hilarious to see. Oh, it's so. It w- w- mate, she brings people together. She does. Whether you're in the nosebleed like Babs yeah. and her housemates. I did. Spare, or the Alan Duckett. Yeah. Well, I did spare a thought for you, Babs, because I was eating my salmon in the box. <laughs> Which had been brought oh, to you. Yes, well, it's and I was like, I wonder where Babs is. Oh, I did not pee or eat the whole time I was there. What because... was the toilet situation oh, for you? Because I had a golden cubicle. <laughs> I didn't want to line up for like, the lines were like a half an hour long. And I was you like, you know what? Show? I was just like standing there. I was like, don't think about peeing. Don't think about peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah. 
Daddy Daddy Dogs. Let's make it rain. 30 seconds, 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to say your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. We come back to you if there is time. Stepping up today, we've got Jacob. G'day, Jacob. Here you go. Jacob, we're fantastic. Do you go by Jake? Jakey. Jake the Snake. Oh, anything you pick, mate. I've got that many in the family. It's not fun. Okay. I love it. Let's Good. call him Corn on the Cob. Corn on the Cob. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> oh, that's, that's created from you. Thank you so much. I didn't go to Taylor. Cobsy. So I've had a good night. Yeah, sleep. you're running, not running on fumes. Jacob, what would you do with $10,000, babe? Oh, well, I've got to say it's going to go to a house deposit, I think. Okay, house but what deposit. do you actually want to do with it? Oh, I've got some snooker trips coming up. Tournament. So snooker that, trips? You're a big snooker player? Yes. Oh, are that's you, cool. Are you good? Oh. I mean, he's going into I'm tournaments. Gonna, I'm not going to pump it higher, though. Yeah, oh, that's a yes. He's a humble He's champion. going into tournaments. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's circle back with Jacob, regardless of what happens today. I want to know how he goes at the next tournament. Yeah. Um, Cool, Jacob. The letter you're going to work with is H, and if I knew snooker better, I might be able to give you an example uh, from the snooker world that starts with H, but I don't know any. So... <gasps> Hole. Uh, hole. Oh, great from you, Ducko. Thanks, mate. Hole. Really appreciate it. <laughs> H for hole. All right, Jacob? You got, you got that, Jacob? Just like you're at the, just like you're at the snooker <laughs> table right now. Uh, okay. Are, are you still with us, Jake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah no. He's, he's Sorry, mate. He's just, just ignore us, eh? <laughs> We're a very serious program. Jacob's already gone into the zone, hasn't he? He is. He, he is. lost he's him. switching into game mode yeah, like okay. he will at the snooker tournament. Oh, okay. Are you ready to rock and roll, Jake? I sure am. Cobsy. Your time will start after the first question. Starting with the letter H, we need you to name a beer brand. A movie genre. Horror. A famous Australian. Henry. No, pass. A song. How about that? An animated TV show. An electrical item. A royal family member. Oh, no. Oh, bugger. bugger. We did start off, um, we were flying with the first two, and I thought, geez, we're on here. We got ourselves a player. Yeah. We ended off with three. Yeah. Um, the famous Aussie, could have been Hugh Jackman, Heath Ledger, uh, a song, Heat Waves. You did say something, and I gave it to you anyway, because I didn't check what that song was. I'm sure it is. An animated TV series, Hey Arnold, one of the great shows. Mm. Uh, was that football head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jake, hey, you don't go away empty-handed, mate. 100 bucks to spend at Budgie Smuggler because board shorts are for cowards. And I can see you rocking that one. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, mate. Oh, Jacob, good luck at the tournament. Let us know how you go. We're rooting for you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Welcome. Yeah. Hope he wins. Yes, see, me good, too. Good things happen to good people, you Absolutely. know Absolutely. I, mean? I hope he gets all the balls in the holes. Is that how snooker works? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's between snooker and pool. Uh, Do we have time? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's, really, let's really drill Jacob down on it. Jacob has already hung up. I can't ask him. <laughs> we'll get you back. Mate, we'll do a podcast with Jacob. We'll get... Because the chemistry, the, humming, the chemistry was humming. The chemistry was humming. Ball is played with uh, That's all 9 to 15 balls. Oh, here snooker we go. is played with... Uh, Six numbered balls and one cue ball. Okay, so the number of balls. Okay, hey, thank I think you. On, on a quick Google. There you go, nice one. Um, I could have, st- I could have told you that, but yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> you wanted right. to push off. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Hey, uh, welcome to Tuesday. Remember, 1310.6 is a number. You get involved, your chance to go see JT at MSG and NYC. That's right. All you need to do is get your voice on the air. We're still working out if a fart down the phone counts. Yeah. But yeah, I think it probably will. If you actually get your voice on the air, you could be off to New York City to see Justin Timberlake on our dollar accommodation, you and your best mate, and of course spending money. And this is just our show doing it. None of the show's doing this. That's right. Which is so special. Which means the pool is smaller. Cut that carry in, Tommy. That's right. Um, we have invited <laughs> we've invited producer Babs into Suckers. the studio. Yeah, we have. Good morning, Babsy. Good morning. Uh, firstly, you went to Taylor Swift, so are you right to tell a story? You yeah, reckon you can string a sentence I think, together? I hope so. We'll see how it goes. You've had a cup of tea? If you we're going to do, do okay. 13, 10, 60. What time did they say they'd be home? And when did they get home? That's right. Mum and dad just out having a party, leaving the babysitters. And when did they actually get home for the poor babysitter? Mm. So my housemate came home the other day. So she'd been babysitting um, like a family's kids. And I think the kids were super young. So they were like, you know, fresh you know, like babies. parents. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, fresh yeah. parents. Like French parents, like, yeah. First time they've been out kind of thing. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. vibes. Um, and so they were like, oh, we'll be home by 10 at the latest. Because also I think when they're young, you miss them. Yes. And you want to get back to yes, them. So 10 like, feels yeah, like that's we'll a good amount of time. By, we'll be back by yeah. 10. You, you know. miss them until you've had a couple of glasses of rosé. That is <laughs> what I'm here. And then it's like, I don't care about my child. <laughs> what? I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You remember you actually like your partner and yeah. enjoy their company. <laughs> Wait a minute, we haven't had a conversation that didn't revolve around the children yeah. for months. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they said 10 at the latest. I think the parents went out with other friends and their friends' kids were also in the same house with these kids. So there was like quite a few of them. Oh, so your yes. housemate's babysitting like a whole cohort. Yeah, so it'd be, I think there was probably like four. Ooh, it's like a tribe. Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Um, and she was kind of like waiting around. It got to 10 and she's like, oh, like they're not home yet. You know, whatever. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it. Yeah, okay, do you text if you're the babysitter yeah, and you're getting paid by the hour, I presume? Yeah. Like, do you text or are you kind of yeah, like, hey, just, just kind of like, I think the kids were asleep by this point. So she was like, it's fine. Like, we'll just watch TV, whatever. Um, and then it kind of got to like, 11, 12, and she's like, oh, Ooh. this is a bit bit weird. Yeah, now you become the parent going, yeah. where yeah. are Yeah, and she, I think she was going a bit crazy. She's like, I'm watching TV by myself. Like, I'm tired. Like, the kids are asleep. Like, I'm still here. Yeah. It got to 1 a.m., and apparently they just rolled through, and they were smashed. <laughs> yeah, as if they weren't. Yeah, yeah. but, the heart, like, the other couple that had the other kids there were missing, so only, like, half of them came back at 1 a.m. What and happened she's to like, that? Were they still I out? I don't know. They were still out. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, okay, like... They were just like smashed and she's just, yeah, still there. So then you'd have that full grappling moment of like, should I stay yeah, now yeah, till the I morning? Look, up, look like, after the parents am I and the, the kids. Overnight Are the yeah. kids under care here? It always happens. <laughs> on 13, 10, 60, when they say they come back, maybe you were the parents. When do you actually get sure, back? Sure, if you want to own up, up, saying, look, I got a bit carried away. Would love that. I know we, our old producer, we used to have, he produced Snooze. She would always babysit. I won't say their names on the radix, I haven't asked, but good friends <laughs> of mine, good friends of ours, uh, babysit their kids, lovely kids. Yep. I know one night I was out with the parents and they were meant to go home at 10 to go see producer Snooze, who was babysitting yeah. them. And I was like, stay out. Who cares? They stayed. Oh, so you're coercing the parents. <laughs> they stayed out. Didn't get home till like 2 a.m. She had to sleep on their couch. Oh, she ended up staying over. And then I saw her the next day and she was like, God, they got back so late. I was like, I don't know why they did. How could that happen? How irresponsible. How dare they do that? <laughs> so 13, 10, 6, he was called, you the parents... Dob yourselves in. You're the babysitter. Well, you're the babysitter. Mm. When do they come back? When do they tell you they'd be back? Jess and Ducko. 
This is Jess and Ducko. Uh, we're asking you, what time did they say they'd be home and when did they get home? You can dob in yourselves if you were some parents. Yeah, if you're the parent who goes, yeah, hit the rosés a little harder oh, than God, I expected. I yeah. And I forgot I had children with a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just sitting at home with me kids. There's no judgment, particularly that first night out, you go out on the wines. Yeah. I remember the first, it was an afternoon. I just thought I'll go for one Pinot Grigio with oh, my yeah. friend Carly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mate, oh, that, Carly. That, that There's was, no such thing as one with my, her. You mean one bottle? Mate, it, that wine hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I, mean, I rolled in. Yeah. I couldn't breastfeed for like six hours while I waited. Gee, so much pumping to get rid of the bad <laughs> so juice. So much pumping. So much. To get rid of that Pinot Grigio. So I get it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. But we want to know, what time did they say and what time did they actually get back? Sandy, you used to be a babysitter. Yes. Okay. Yep. What so happened? I babysat for these guys a few times, but this time they said they'd be home at midnight and four o'clock they roll in. Um, no money. Oh. They'd spend all their money. Oh. So they're like, we'll call you tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I'm never getting this money. <laughs> we'll transfer they, you. <laughs> they yeah. called me and the next day and they're like, oh, we're so sorry. And they end up giving me 500 bucks instead of two. Hey, that's wow. not. Wow. Jeez, that's. Yeah. That's but okay. I never babysat for them again. They moved town. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> they, guilt. They got out of there and burnt the house. The guilt surcharge, <laughs> yeah. Sandy. That's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Mm. That's really good. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, we go to Jess on 13, 10, 6. Now, you were the parent here, Jess, in this situation. Yeah, so we went to a third birthday party, so took the kids with us <laughs> and on, at, like, midday on the Saturday and didn't come home until 10 a.m. on the Sunday. <laughs> Hang on. I've never heard of a three-year-old's birthday party blowing out. What <laughs> Well, <laughs> once all the kids were done and the party dissipated, there was just the parents of the kid and then us, and that's my best friend since high school, and we settled in. Okay. <laughs> you just you just tucked in. So, wait, where were your yep. kids? Were the kids still at the house? Just they just... Yeah, we just let them free range, doing their thing. We made sure they didn't drown in the pool. Everything's cruisy. Well, there you go. That's all you need to worry about. So, Are they well? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're all good. So it starts off a bit like... <laughs> This is the start of the party. Yeah, there's 100%. Oh, look at these kids. Just a quiet night at the end of the party. <laughs> yeah. End of the party the next bloody day. <laughs> the next day. Uh, thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Rachel on 131060. You were the babysitter in this situation, Rach? Yeah. Hey, guys. How you going? Good. Good. Thank um, you. What time did they say they'd be home? No, well, there was, she was supposed to be home the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was my son's friend who stayed over for the night. Um, and by the fourth day, I called the dad. The fourth day? Fourth day later. And um, the fifth day, she showed up. What? And they gave you no contact in those four days? Nothing. Right. Had I she gone on a holiday time. or was that just like a mad uh, bender? <laughs> yeah, mad bender at the casino. Oh, Rachel. no. Oh, no. Were you getting a bit concerned, yeah. Rachel? Were the authorities one step uh, away yeah. from being called? Okay, like I gave it like... Three days, you know, like, and then I was like, uh, I think is I'm going to have to go father. Is this kid mine now? Yeah, anyway. yeah, I think yeah, this is now exactly. another child of mine. Rachel, that's unbelievable. Yeah, now, this might be a dumb question, yeah. but was she apologetic or, like, how did she come mm-hmm. to retrieve the kid? No, she was actually annoyed because I called his dad. Oh. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> hey, but Rachel, did the, dad, did the dad get up, though? You know, did he, did he have a good sesh? Oh... Well, they're not together, so... Um, uh, it's, it's, it yeah, ended, it so ended poorly. It ended poorly, Rachel. That's yeah. unbelievable. That is, okay. Four days is a while to be mining a kid. So Babs's housemate, who's going, ah, oh, they were three hours late. Oh, woe is me. Four days. Four days. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> 
That was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is it. The new McCrispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am.